Therapist Responds, Episode 1 The day we saw Sushant leave. We bid goodbye to Sushant Singh Rajput today. Why, you ask? Why does this one hurt so much? Is it because he was popular? Handsome? Is it because he was young? Or is it something deeper? Does this use that trouble us because this was a person who was successful? because he had worked hard and risen to a certain status where he gave one hit after the other? Is it because his last film was anchored on a suicide attempt of a young person who feels disillusioned with life because of failure? You see, when we value something, something we dream of, like success or fame, we assume that these things cocoon us from sadness, meaninglessness, disillusionment, from pain and isolation, from relationships that just don't seem to work out no matter how hard you try. And Sushant's passing was a cruel reminder that the cocoon doesn't work. You are still as vulnerable as you were before success and fame. In fact, this vulnerability is at the core of all those questions that seem unanswerable, unthinkable. Isn't it strange how everything falls into place after the person leaves? Their behavior makes sense. Their pain is visible to us. Their temper tantrums and misbehavior become Hansel's pebbles, clear as daylight. But when the person was raging, throwing a tantrum, telling you that their relationships are slipping farther and farther away, you judged them? Or if you were polite, then you distanced yourself? No, don't get me wrong. I, I understand why we all do this. But at the same time, you know, it baffles me, just baffles me how clear everything is in hindsight and how unbelievable it was when it was present before us. This episode explores the question I was eerily enough recently asked in one of my sessions, just last week, in fact. What do you say to a person who feels he or she cannot hold on to life any longer. What can you say that can make them change their mind? Well, honestly, this is one of those questions that scares the daylights out of me. One of several, I'm sure. But that's the thing. Vulnerability turns noon into a full solar eclipse. As I struggle to think about this question, I become aware of how rapidly my mind has turned blank almost at the same speed that my hands turn cold. Why do I describe this to you? Why tell you my inability to think in front of this question? Why speak about my utter terror that is recognized and responded to both by my mind and my body? I tell you this because this is the first station of our journey. Unthinkable begins in terror. Now, I'm well aware that to some of you listening to me right now, it may sound strange to hear a trained therapist acknowledging her vulnerability. How has her training helped her, you think? More importantly, how can she help us think or even contain this terror if she too is paralyzed by it? But you see, this is what episode one is all about. We cannot skip the station of terror, not even as therapists. The feeling of being overwhelmed by life feeling isolated, unable to make sense of what's going on around you and inside you, will terrorize you. It will make your mind go blank and your hands turn cold. 
the fact that nothing, absolutely nothing, guarantees that this sort of terror will not grip you, is why losing Sushant today has hit us so hard. Maybe now you know why Sushant's passing is so shocking to all of us. Ah yes, your question. How can a therapist help you contain this feeling of terror? Well, stay tuned for the next episode to explore more questions that Rave answers. My name is Ashwasti Tripathi and this is A Therapist Response. Thank you.